Hello and welcome again to Charles Kelly Money Tips. Uh, I hope you're having a great day. It's a cold, wet, damp evening here in the UK on the day when the uh, Boris Johnson, the Prime Minister, UK Prime Minister, had a, a, what they call a cabinet reshuffle where they, they reshuffle the team in, that, that's working for the, for the government. And there's been some casualties, some major people have lost their jobs. But the biggest surprise was that Sajid Javid, the Chancellor, resigned because the Prime Minister had apparently told him that he must get rid of all his special advisers. This is a team of people that are outside of the civil service. They're called special advisers that work in government now. They're not exactly civil servants in the way you'd know under the old Yes Minister show. Uh, th these are, are employed uh, by, by the departments or by the ministers directly. So presumably they've got a budget for that. Anyway, Sergeant Jarvis resigned, has been replaced by uh, Rishi, I can't remember the second name right now, Rishi Sunak. And he has only been an MP since 2014. And I think I met him once. He came to our constituency to apply as an MP and we didn't pick him. We picked Oliver Dowden. But uh, he uh, has had a stellar rise from, from that to junior minister to now one of uh, the, the three great, great offices he's holding the, the, the office to, to number 11 Downing Street. This is one of the, 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 the three great state uh, jobs you can have, Secretary of State uh, for, for, the, for, the, for the Treasury. Uh, I think he might be called First Lord of the Treasury. I think that, that's the, the Chancellor. And, you know, other than, you know, the Prime Minister, the Home Office and uh, the Foreign Office and, and the Chancellor, you know, these, these are the, the big jobs in government. So his, his rise would be considered like meteoric, really, because a lot of people might never become a junior minister until their second or third term. And then they might become a minister later on. But he, he's just gone... Wow, straight up there. So th the difference I think it will make in, in terms of day-to-day -day policy is not going to be seen just yet. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen in, in the long run. Uh, but I, I suspect that Boris wants more control over the person in number 11. Now, other news today is that we've heard that there's been a bit of a, a New Year bounce back for the housing market. Not necessarily prices, but activity has, has bounced back in the housing market uh, since the start of the year. This, these are this is coming from the Royal Institute of Chartered Surveyors or RICS. These are the, the, the this is the organisation that supplies all the the surveyors to do valuations on properties. So when you get a mortgage, you you would have a valuation done by a surveyor who would be a member of RICS, typically a member of RICS. It, it's it's a bit like a, a monopoly or a union almost, but they they are the ones that's trained to, to value houses and and look for structural problems and that sort of thing. But on a typical mortgage valuation, they'll go around look look for cracks and and they're out within twenty minutes. Uh, but th they have said that uh, sales had been uh, that had been agreed rose for the second month in a row, so that's good. Um, easing uncertainty following the general election, the Brexit has prompted people's optimism. Maybe New Year, new activity. We're going to move. We're going to move. You know, and we reported this a couple of weeks ago from a, from another source, and the the institute's Simon Rubenshon said that the he's the institute's uh, chief economist said that increase in properties been put on the market was a much needed development after new listings uh, had been at record lows for recent years. And as I said about a week ago that. Several local estate agents have told me that 
2018 was their worst year ever, ever. I mean, the, some of them have been around, you know, for the last two recessions at least, and they said it was their worst year ever. ever. So they, they do need this pickup. And uh, and I think the Brexit, now that we know that we're out and, and nothing catastrophic has happened since we... We, we, you know, since Brexit day, the markets haven't tumbled. Nothing's going wrong. Uh, there's, as I said yesterday, there's there's negotiations going on to to agree a, a deal, but um, you know, life is going on. Another estate agent, Jeremy Leaf, North London estate agent, I think in Hampstead, said we probably won't know until the end of February and the beginning of March whether this renewed interest be, can be translated into robust sales. So at the moment, there's more people registering to buy. There's more people looking out there to buy. And, and sales have been agreed. Agents have told me that they've sold stuff that's been sticking around for you know the last six months. So it, it's good news because the, the economy here does depend on a good housing market. You, you do need a good housing market to, to boost confidence, to boost spending because people are remortgaging properties. They're doing work on their property. They might be buying new cars even with the money. But it, and, it, and it provides a lot of jobs, of course. Uh, but ho- repossessions were up at the end of last year, a 17% rise in the number of uh, homes repossessed by mortgage lenders and some 1,330 homeowners' properties were seized in the final quarter uh, of the year. So that's uh, 1,300 properties were repossessed in the final quarter of last year and uh, it was uh, quite a big rise for the, for the same period in, in the previous year. And you know this means that lenders are increasingly uh, playing hardball with borrowers who are struggling. So I, I think if they feel, if the lender feels they can sell the property and get their money back, perhaps they're, they're just going for repossession. Uh, it, it's obviously sad when people get repossessed, but it, they usually, uh, in this country anyway, repossession is very much a last resort. They're not just going to go and repossess because you've missed a couple of payments. It is very much a last resort they try every method it goes to court it, it can be months and months and months but uh you know th- there you go uh so so that that's good news anyway that, that you know the market is is showing signs of picking up we shall see what happens because i i believe that the underlying economics are still pretty shaky uh with 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 you know trade wars going on coronavirus and coronavirus is already having an effect on jobs here because uh, one manufacturer, I, I, I think it was JCB, have slowed down production because of the, the virus. And another manufacturer slowed down production, cannot get parts from China. China's been at a virtual standstill for the last few weeks. So we're going to see in the, in the quarterly figures uh, a big slowdown in, in China's economy and maybe the world's economy. So if this goes on and this, this virus does spread, and, and there's now several cases in the UK... Who knows what could happen to all markets, everything, all bets could be off as far as economic forecasts are concerned. So uh, I, I'm still a bit cautious about uh, the, the big you know, post-Brexit boom in this year because I don't think things have been sorted out since the last financial crash in terms of restructuring all the debts. There's still trillions in, uh, of debt around and uh, countries are still printing money through uh, quantitative easing and uh, basically buying bonds and buying shares to to push up the stock markets and bond markets which is a little bit artificial you can't do that uh, the market will always win at the end the governments cannot you know buck the market for that long but obviously they're hoping that activity will pick up and you know that, that what they've done will work but I, I don't know we we shall have to see 
if I, if I knew the answer to all these questions, if I had my crystal ball out, I could place bets here and there and become a billionaire overnight. But I'm not going to be able to do that. So so there you go. Thanks for listening. And uh, if you if you wonder what what I do in, in my spare time, I do write with a, a few books. Uh, yes, money can buy you happiness. I'm writing another book. I'm just finishing that off about uh, borrowing and. Uh, I've also been an IFA for many years, but I've, I've retired from that now. And I, I, I work for banks, insurance companies and, and brokers. So I've seen thousands and thousands of people, looked at thousands of people's financial situation. Um, and I, I, I know sometimes what makes people tick and, and why they get why they get into trouble. And in fact, um, there's another I'll probably be talking about this again. But the number of people in their 20s who are getting County Court Judgment, CCJs, has, has risen sharply. This is because uh, presumably they're, they're getting into a lot of debt, spending too much money, uh, or maybe, um, you know, uh, the student debt is having an effect. But the number of people in their 20s with court orders and un for unpaid debt rose sharply, sharply last year. Court records from the Registry Trust show that last year 160,000 were given CCJs, County Court Judgments, up 30% from last year. And that's quite a serious thing because if a young person has a CCJ against them, it can affect whether they can borrow money, get get a mortgage, get a credit card, uh, all sorts of things. And and even in, in some jobs, it might stop them getting some jobs. So I'll be talking about that again and, and debts and that sort of thing. So thanks for listening. This is Charles Kelly bringing you money tips to help you save and invest, accumulate and enjoy more money. Bye for now.